You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. All right. May 17th, 2020. It's about 7.53 p.m. Central, I think, Standard Time. Is that our daylight time? I don't remember which one we are. I think it's Standard Time. Anyway, let's see. We are still continuing on. I'm actually recording this the same day that I recorded the uh, Temple of Doom episode. So, not much has changed since the last time we spoke. Uh, It's a little bit later in the day. Uh, It's still a rainy, overcast day. Uh, I did do something really kind of cool, and uh, I found the full movie of Pump Out the Volume uh, on the internet. So rather than watching it on TV, I actually watched it on my computer. So uh, I just really love that movie. That is really it's Christian Slater, um, you know, and he's kind of a, um, a a very very much introverted guy, uh, and he takes the uh, uh, the approach in the evening to broadcast on a pirate radio, uh, and so I really. I still love this movie, uh, so I really enjoyed watching that, um, and, you know, consequently, now that I've watched it, you know, the temptation is to start, you know, babbling about, you know, really deep shit, you know, for, uh, for your benefit, uh, around, you know, everything that's wrong with the world, uh, and, you know, all the, uh, you know, all the problems that we're having, and how, you know, we, we've got to you know, have a voice of reason and change and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, as I started to think about it, I realized that's really not me. Uh, You know, I tend to be the positive guy. I try to be anyway. And so I can't, you know, start spewing all that and being like ultra negative um, because it's just not in my DNA. But the movie was inspiring to me to be that way. Uh, but now I've had enough time between when I finished watching that, I had dinner with my family, uh, and I watched uh, a good friend of mine on uh, Facebook Live who is a musician, uh, Brian Kovacs. Uh, so I really enjoyed um, you know, the evening, and so enough time has passed between when I got done watching Pump Up the Volume to now, where I'm not so you know, damn the man, and let's, you know, talk all negative, uh, and not to talk all negative, but, you know, try to talk sense into the world through this microphone setup that I have right now. But, you know, since uh, I'm not going to be that guy, you know, and it's something that, you know, I was just chatting on that Facebook Live thing about being positive, 
you know, I can't be that guy now. I, I don't want to be the, you know, the world's all screwed up and, you know, we we need, you know, people start getting their uh, heads out of their asses and, you know, make some positive changes for the world. Um, I don't want to be that guy. Uh, even though I hope that the people that, you know, are in positions of authority and decision makings, uh, specifically politics in the U.S., um, you know, those people really need to do start getting their head out of their ass. Uh, but once again, I'm going to start going down the wrong road here. I'm not going to do that to you. Not going to do it. Uh, so uh, we're going to go ahead and continue on with our regular positivity session. Um, and I'm still doing that. Uh, you guys, um, I may, I, I, I'm sure I brought it up at least once or twice. I don't know. Um, I think I did anyway. Uh, but what I've been doing since early February is at least first thing in the morning, I'll find a positive news story online and then I'll share it with my Facebook friend and family. Uh, and, uh, so at least that's my start of the day. A start of the day is something positive, something, some positive news story. A uh, lot, there's a lot of great YouTube videos now that are, you know, showcasing that kind of thing. So it's very easy to find that stuff. Just don't go to like CNN or ABC News first, because then you're going to get depressed. So find that positive news story, share it with people, uh, and. You know, for me, it's also finding, you know, some sort of upbeat retro song, listening to that. And then I'll share that as well on the uh, the Bonsai Retro Club Facebook page. So I've been doing that since early February. Uh, and so, yeah, and then what I'll do is I'll reshare the, you know, the video that I chose on the Bonsai Retro Club Facebook page with my family and friends as well. And then write a little bit more commentary about what's going on with me personally. Uh, from like the previous day so I give everybody like a little mini news report on a post and then I'll I'll post like the lyrics uh, like a snippet of the lyrics from the song that I get you know from doing a google search so yeah that's how I kind of start my mornings I've been doing that you know every day uh, you know even on the weekends Uh, and to me I think it's made the world of difference in my mental outlook of the uh, you know the world around me, uh, I you know I've been involved in a uh, weight loss program and I've dropped over thirty pounds so far. Uh, so it's like it's motivating me to be to take care of myself where I wasn't doing that before, and I'm way less stressed. And my work environment can never be any better than it currently is. I I finally feel like I am working at, uh, working for a company where I truly belong. Uh, And I haven't felt that way in a long, long time. So I think, you know, that things are great. You know, even though we have this, this virus thing and this lockdown thing going on and, you know, I know people are getting sick. I know people are dying and I'm not, naive to that stuff happening I am completely not but you know I you know I choose to spend you know at least the beginning part of my day focusing on something positive and it helps the rest of that stuff you know the rest of the news that goes on 
uh, whether it be, you know, people protesting because, you know, they don't, you know, they don't agree with the lockdown or, um, you know, whatever flavor of politics that you don't agree with or I don't agree with, you know, all very frustrating. Uh, and, you know, you keep wondering, when are we going to have a vaccine for the virus? And, you know, are we, you know, when are we going to have enough tests? When are we going to have enough resources that people that are the first line responders, are they able to take breaks for themselves to be able to get themselves in their own positive mental headspace? Or, you know, are they, you know, future victims of depression? Uh, and then we have all these people that are on lockdown that are also getting depressed. So there's, I'm not naive to any of that stuff. I know all that stuff is happening and I'm, you know, I just choose not to help spread that negative news story. There's already plenty of that. All I've got to do is turn on the news and, you know, I hear all the bad stuff. Uh, they don't focus too much on the positive stuff. So it's been my, I feel like my little mission is to help spread a little bit of positivity daily. And so I'm going to continue to do that because it helps me. Uh, so I think it's probably more therapeutic for myself. Uh, but hopefully, you know, some of the people that, you know, consume, you know, those, you know, that positivity uh, daily from me, you know, hopefully they, you know, I'm helping them feel a little better about their day as well. Uh, so that's why I do it. And that's kind of how I'm wired lately. And like I said, after watching a movie like Pump Up the Volume and you're like, you know, after seeing Christian Slater get all, you know, very uh, heavy, you know, regarding the the, uh, the school that, you know, the high school that he was enrolled in and complaining about, you know, all of the problems of the world and how tough it is to be a teenager. You know, it's like, okay, you know, next time I get, you know, behind the microphone, I can be like that, you know, and I could start, you know, really pulling in from all the stuff that's happening around us in this world. But I I can't do that to you. I can't do that to me. I can't do that to you. So we're not going to do that. We're not playing along. So, uh, you know, even though I was enjoying the movie, I just cannot be, you know, happy Harry hard on. I can't be that guy. So you get, you know, positivity Dave, I guess. So let's go ahead and get started. All right. Can we do that? Should we do it? I think we should. We should probably get the show on the road and get down to the meat and potatoes of what you're tuning into here. So, as I do at the beginning of these things, I'm going to say insert the bumper, and we're going to do that here. This is a something podcast. I don't think there's anybody back there. Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you. 
and knowing is half the battle. It to each other. And party on, dudes! Hey, this is Dave, and you are listening to Bonsai Retro Club Podcast. If you are new to this series, the Essential Movie is a uh, episode list or a list of movies that I found from RottenTomatoes.com, and what it is is it's listing a hundred forty essential nineteen eighties movies. I took it upon a personal challenge to record an episode about every one of those movies, and you're tuning in for a very special time on the list because I if you go on a regular web browser using Chrome uh, or Internet Explorer or whatever you know edge whatever you like to use you know there's down at the bottom they'll have the different numbers of having to scroll from you know page one page two page three page four so I've just gotten from page two to page three which is exactly midpoint of the whole list so I've done, I've been working from 140, working my way to number one. Today, I'm going to be talking about number 70, which is Reanimator, released in 1985. Now what I've done before, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to insert the trailer here. Herbert West is at the top of his class in medical school. How can you teach such drivel? These people are here to learn and you're closing their minds before they even have a chance. What are He's you brilliant, but a little weird. I've broken the six to 12 minute barrier. I've conquered brain death. His experiments have always been unorthodox. It was dead. I but lately they're getting out of hands. <laughs> and he's just made a discovery that could wake up the dead. Herbert West has affected reanimation in dead animal tissue. What are you thinking? How do you feel? You? 15 cc's of reagent being administered. Once you wake up the dead, you've got a real mess on your hands. Dead? Not anymore. Herbert West brought a lot of dead people back to life, and not one of them showed any appreciation. H.P. Lovecraft's classic tale of horror, Reanimator. Mr. West. You'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head? Get a job in a sideshow. It will scare you to pieces. All right. So normally I would have Google give me a little blurb about this. But uh, basically what we're looking at is uh, the blurb that I have 
online, which I try not to read too much online, and I should have brought this up before, but I just clicked it. Uh, let's see. Scientist Herbert West has discovered a fluid which brings living tissue back to life after the death of, death of his professor. West moves to a new university to continue his research. He involves a fellow student and the student's fiance in his research by experimenting on their dead cat. Dan, fascinated by West's research, agrees to smuggle him into the hospital morgue. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much the blurb. Uh, 93% certified fresh and 82% popcorn. Whatever that means. I wanted to look that up. Um, confession. I had not seen this until probably, I want to say, about eight months ago. Uh, and what you've probably, if you've listened to past episodes from me, you understand that I'm not one that's been really heavy into the horror genre. Uh, so I've always known this movie to be you know a gory horror movie and that's all I knew of it but it was about I'd say like I said six to eight months ago six or eight months ago I um, was scrolling through uh, and there's this free online uh, thing that we get through Xfinity called Tubi and I saw reanimator was on that list uh, in the cult classics I think it was uh, and I was like, you know, what the fuck? I, I, I haven't given it any opportunity to watch this uh, in the past. And I knew that it was coming up on this list. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, make the commitment, make the time commitment to watch it. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely definitely got some gore, man. It, it is crazy gory. Um, every, it seems like... Every time you turn around, somebody's dying, and then this Herbert West character, you know, chooses to experiment on them. Uh, and the whole time that he's bringing dead tissue back to life, he's trying to do his research, you know, to talk to them and get some more information. I mean, this one even had the iconic uh, head, you know, that was severed, a severed head. And he put it in like this medical pan and was able to reanimate it and talk to it. Uh, and then, you know, a little bit later, the body uh, becomes reanimated and the, the guy that has the uh, the head that's in the pan, he's, able, he's, you know, kind of controlling his body somewhat, you know, by watching it. So um, it's, in some ways, it's kind of funny. Um, but... Uh, it's definitely a different take on the whole zombie franchise thing where you had this, uh, you know, this Herbert West guy who's really full of himself and, you know, just very smart. Um, but then just, you know, being the, the mad scientist, uh, you know, that is, you know, pushing everything along. Um, it's not my regular cup of tea for a movie. Uh, so I, I'm, I, I know that there have been other like sequels to this, but I'm, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch those. Uh, and I, I probably won't even rewatch this one. I mean, it was fine for what it was. Um, and I have admitted before where I have enjoyed, 
some gore movies. Like I had watched like all the hostile movies. Um, but this is very close to a, I want to say very close to a dumb comedy. Uh, but you know, disguised as a horror movie. Because uh, it's just so far-fetched with the way, you know, the way that, you know, it progresses. And then the acting was okay, but, you know, it's kind of cheesy in itself. But I I think you get that in a lot of uh, 80s horror movies, specific, you know, specifically in the, uh, the gore uh, category. So, yeah, I think, you know, for what it is, it was a fun watch. Uh, I did enjoy it. Um, I could see why it made the list because it, it really kind of does encapsulate a lot of those, you know, that, that, that genre that was very popular in the eighties. So it, I, I, I would say that it's important to be on this list. Um, I would give it a, I would give it a watch if you haven't watched it. So in, in my mind, sure, it's an essential. I'm, uh, it's kind of interesting that it's right smack dab in the middle of the list. So, you know, I don't know, but look, based on what I was looking at for the list, as we go a little bit further along, I, I, I would, I would almost think that this should have been a little bit lower, uh, in the, the list, maybe, you know, on the first page, not necessarily the third page, um, but that's just, you know, my take on it. You know, I, I, you know, since it's not my genre, maybe, you know, maybe those people that are really into the, the horror, uh, you know, gory movies of the time, you know, maybe this is, you know, one of those must-see awesome movies. Um, I mean, you know, we did cover Sleepaway Camp before, so that, you know, that in itself was also, you know, a slasher-type movie. This one I wouldn't classify as more of a slasher. This is probably very akin to a uh, a zombie movie. Um, I mean, essentially that's what we're talking about here, right? You know, he's taking you know people that have died, which they're dying very easily in this movie, uh, and you know just reanimating them. So he doesn't seem to run out of the people to experiment with. Um, so yeah, it. it for what it is, it's a good watch. Um, I would recommend. I'd recommend at least seeing it once in your life. But then again, I kind of already said that, didn't I? Uh, let's see. What else do we have going on here? Um, I'm pretty sure there was some boobage in there, if I remember right. But, you know, that's kind of not par from the course, uh, you know, for this genre. You typically get typically get that in in these things you know so you've got to throw the sex appeal in there uh if anything just to get you know people like me to watch the movie um and i'll admit you know you throw some sex appeal and you know that'll get me more interested to committing to uh you know watching a movie like this um but i don't know it's like does that really um overshadow all the blood guts and gore um, or do you watch the blood, guts, and gore and just pleasantly surprised when you see some boobs? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, it's probably a welcome, uh, yeah, it'd be a welcome change in my book, you know, because you have a whole bunch of blood, guts, and gore, then throw some boobs in and you're like, oh, okay, now we can 
continue on because I've got my my fill of you know the uh, yeah the beauty you know and then we can get back to all the beasts look at that I had to throw in a Beauty and the Beast reference only me would I throw in a Disney reference when talking about Reanimator yeah I don't know I don't know about me sometimes all right that's all I got on this um, I think it's a good flick you know I think it's worth a watch um, I'd probably put it lower on the list than it where it is now but that's just my personal opinion because I'm not into the genre you guys that are you probably think this is a uh, a wonderful cult classic uh, and I'm not disagreeing that it's a cult classic I just don't know if it should be as high up as to where it is so reminder we have a website out there that's bonsaireturclub.com on that you can get to just about everything we have going on uh, we have the team bonsai page and that's going to give you the links to all of our different social media endeavors whether it be our facebook's or our uh, instagram or twitter so go check all that out uh, if you're interested in joining our mailing list, there's a uh, join the mailing list link. You know, I'd encourage you to, to do that. We're going to start sending out some emails where we're going to let people know what we're up to. Uh, let's see, we've got a media kit. That, that's relatively new to the website. So if you go on the, onto that, you can kind of get a little bit more information on the, uh, the birth of Bonsai Retro Club, what we're about. If you're interested in being a guest or a sponsor, um, you know, then definitely check that out. Uh, let's see we also uh, yeah that's it you know if you really uh, check all that stuff out you want to give us follows you want to give us likes on you know the stuff that we're posting that would be mucho appreciated and then if you uh, do want to drop us an email that's mcfly at bonsairetroclub.com this is part of the program where I just remind everybody to please be excellent to each other and uh have a good whatever, because I have no idea when you're going to listen to this. Bye-bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Danielson! Hey, Bonsai! 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 On the next episode, we are going to be talking about Hannah and Her Sisters, 1986.